Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Adam, you know, Adam, it's been a while. So is it, what are we up? What's the Twitter handle now? Has it <laughs> yeah, changed? Because it's been a couple months. Uh, so yeah, I think- and if anyone's listened, who knows me on this show, knows that I am notorious for being the most indecisive, most indecisive MFR with, with, with the tags. Um, we're just uh, rolling it as that guy, Adam12, for now, which, fun fact, actually has more significance than any tag I've ever used because it was actually an old nickname people used to call me. So that guy, okay. Adam 12. Yeah. So that's where we are. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's been too long. Okay. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely, man. It has, it has, it has been too long. Um, You know, I mean, so there's been so much uh happened in the world. So much happened in gaming. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to, you know, that, 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 that that we'll talk about. I mean, is there anything you know? So today's episode is going to be sort of our top five favorite games for the Nintendo Switch. It's probably likely that Adam and I will have slightly a little bit of overlap in a game or two. Um, and then I've actually talked quite at length about some of my favorite games on Switch before. So I actually did a few swap outs, uh, only because I've talked at like nauseum about a handful of them and so i said you know i'm gonna take this opportunity for myself sort of pick a few other games i don't i haven't talked about as much that may not necessarily be my top five but it's certainly in my top 10 so i just think that's sort of fair since our listeners have listened to me talk to them about them quite a bit so we're gonna get adam's top five so that's super exciting and i have you know definitely some favorites as well at the end of the day, we're going to talk about a lot of great games for the Nintendo Switch. So, um, but before we begin, I mean, is there anything you've been playing recently, Adam? Anything? Any? Or is that? Or is that going to spoil something? Well, well, um, you know what? As far as the Switch goes, it will spoil one. But I'm going to steer. Well, I've actually been going back um, to the Nintendo emulator on it. I've been. Um, I've been really, like, super getting back in... I've been playing the original Metroid with the announcement of Metroid Dread. Uh, So I... And Metroid was always one of those games where I was like, you know, I never beat that. I always used to go to my uncle's house, and he had it on the NES. And, dude, I never got the missile upgrade, even in that game, to to blow up the the red doors you have to to get through in it. So, with, with Dread... And I'm so excited for Dread. I was like, man, I should really take advantage of the emulator on the Switch and really dive into that now, especially since you can like create those uh, 
well, well, it's a save point, but they call it like suspended points or wh- whatever. Yes. But yeah, so I'm like, save, I got, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. take advantage of that as well. Uh, so I've been doing that, but uh, not to steer too far away. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Fallout 76 actually on my Xbox. Give my Xbox nice. a little love lately. So that's that's really where I am, ex- with the exception of one more game that I just can't spoil yet. So what about you? Okay. Okay. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, one of the games uh, that I've been playing a ton recently uh, has actually shot up and is legitimately in my top five favorite games. So I'm going to hold off on okay. that one. Um, it is it is it is a switch game. I just started playing Skyward Sword HD uh, sort of yesterday uh, as we're recording this. It just came out and I'm loving every second of it. And I do have a review coming out on YouTube soon. Um, outside of that, you know, I have um been it's been a while right uh but i you know now that i have like a gaming pc and i've had a gaming pc for like five years but it still feels relatively new to me considering how infrequently i really play on my pc um you know when you really dive into the realm of modding skyrim God, uh, <laughs> that says it all right there. <laughs> I know because, like, wow, man. Um, I bet you're right. Like, upgraded... Star Wars mods, aren't you? You definitely are. For that yeah. game. No, I I haven't done the Star Wars mods. So you know, Skyrim. It's like I played it when it first came out on the 360. Obviously, ton. Then I replayed it when it came out on the PlayStation 4, sort of just the the special edition. But I never really played it on PC. Um, until like this year, I was like, you know, all right, I'm just gonna figure it out. How to do, how to do the mods and everything. So I I I got Skyrim special edition for the PC because you know I have I have I bought a, I bought like a brand new the high end the highest end AMD graphics card last year, which is like the 5700 XT or something like that. And my God, just jumping back into Skyrim and just the modding scene and it's just so amazing. The game is still to this day is just absolutely perfect. And for I haven't played the Switch version. Um, but I, I, hope, I, I hope I hope I hope. I hope that it's good. I heard that it it's uh, runs at a at thirty frames a second, or something. Huh. I think, and so I've heard that some people said uh, it's kind of weird. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll be better when if we can get the OLED switch. Uh, maybe the, maybe the the bigger screen size. Some people said it gave motion sickness playing in handheld mode. So it's like, all right, Ooh. don't know. Um, I do think I'm going to pick up an OLED switch. By the way, I'm pretty pretty certain and i will explain my reasons why when i get to the the new game i've been playing a bunch but yeah so it's i i'm i think i'm gonna pull the trigger on that one. Oh man <laughs> i think i'm gonna wait and see for it. i have an og switch and uh after all this time with it I'm, I'm still pretty happy with it i have no issues with it i've never had any uh frame issues with the games i play on it so for for me it's a wait and see kind of deal yeah it's really just a better screen that's on it i don't think it's really it you know then you get a little uh, like 32 gigs more of storage on it but i have like a a sweet deal too i have never dealt with the storage issue on mine i just kind of thought to myself well when i get there i'll just buy an sd card and just slide it in there and and, you know for the most part too i actually play my switch docked actually i like to get old school sit back on the couch and just Get it on the TV. I play pretty heavily handheld mode. So for me, I'm like, ooh, a nicer screen and a little bit big and a little bit bigger screen. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna pull the trigger. Well you on. gotta take advantage of it too, because this handheld mode is pretty dang sweet though. And there's a lot of games that still look absolutely amazing in handheld mode. 
So, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, man. Um, so yeah, we're going to dive into this. This again is this is it's five favorites on on the switch. Uh, I think is 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 for me and Adam's top five, just because, as I've said before, I've talked a lot about, you know, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, which are my number is are my number one and number two. OK, so I'm just going to slide it back a little bit <laughs> and it's going to really be and it's really going to be like three through seven uh, or three, th- three through eight for me, I guess. Right. Uh, or no, seven. I can't do math. You know, you, you, you get <laughs> we get it. it. <laughs> you're right. We get it. So, Adam, I, I, you're the guest. I'm going to let you go. First. Oh well, thank you. So I'll start. With, uh, I'll start back with my number five. I'll leave some anticipation okay. up to my my number one. So we're gonna go with uh, a more recent game that came out a uh, a few months ago, and I feel like it's very appropriate to talk about this game now because a spinoff had come out recently, and we're gonna go with Monster Hunter Rise. So Monster Hunter Stories Ooh. Two just recently came out on the Switch as well. I haven't gotten it yet, but I've heard nothing but great things. I heard it's really, really fun. It's, it's got the more cutesy approach than uh, Monster Hunter Rise and past Monster Hunter titles. But I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan. Um, I don't mean to sound like one of those snobs, but and I and I promise you, I'm not a snob. But I'm going to sound like one. I was playing Monster Hunter on the PlayStation Two. When, like, Game Informer and IGN, like, everyone just canned this game. They just, it just blew chunks. But I loved it. It was my game. And it was everything I had hoped for. And it really didn't go anywhere in the States until they kind of reintroduced it to the PSP. Because by that point, the online playability was a bit more accessible for it. Because that's the kind of game it is, this series. It's really meant to be played with other people and it, it's it's the best way to play the game i would have to say as well for anyone that knows monster hunter there's really no point to the game except for you just go out and hunt really cool giant looking prehistoric dinosaur like or prehistoric mammal like monsters and you harvest their parts to make better weapons and armor. And the better the monster you hunt, the higher level, uh, the higher ranked monster you hunt, the better gear you get. So it's just an all never ending quest to just, you want to be the best. That's it. You know, it's like, it's, it's a cooperative game, obviously, but you still secretly want to be that one in your group of hunters where it's like, I'm the best one in this group. Yeah, me. But every Monster Hunter game has something different to offer. Especially now, the gameplay has evolved so much to the point where it's like you could seamlessly mount monsters to do certain types of extra damage to them or use them to your advantage to fight off uh, another monster you might be hunting. Um, they finally transitioned the game. The older games kind of, it was big on load times and, um, you would, it, so each map was like, it was developed into different zones. So every time you go into a different zone, it would be a loading screen where now it's a seamless transition, you know? So they finally got past that, you know, with all the new tech and everything and stuff. And a lot of people wondered with Monster Hunter World on the Xbox One, the PS4, and PC, people wondered if we were going to be able to get to that point uh, for the Switch. And we did. Now, obviously, 
it's it doesn't look exactly like the way world does but it's pretty dang close though and i mean seriously close like it's a hairline and and some people might disagree with me on that but for me and a couple of other people i know that i've played this game with they would agree with me um and it's like they did it like for the switch an exclusive monster hunter just for the switch with its own special monsters and that's the best part about going back and re-exploring older monster hunter games too is you know not every monster not every monster gets into every monster hunter game you know and it's kind of like pokemon in the sense where you have you have different gens you know so that's always fun but yeah, I mean, I love it. I I love crap. You get different weapon types. Yeah, I've I've been looking. I've I, I've been looking at it, and it it looks it looks really 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 fun. I've always I the Monster Hunter games for me are always they just they seem like man, you really got to pour a lot of it's, hours. It's a grind. Into them. It's a grind, man. It really is. Yeah, and so Rise looked really intriguing, and it, um. Uh, and I like the idea you sort of have that, like, dog that runs around. Yeah, that's... That kind of runs around with you. So that's that new. Cool. So you didn't get to do that in past games. So that's fun. that you got, And you could craft armor for them as well to make them look a certain way as well. So it's very... So it feels more personalized. So that's fun. But yeah, and, and yeah, that, it, it's great to really get around the map that way. Yeah, and I've seen the and I've seen uh, most most because I watched reviews for it. And I remember they, they them saying that the the sort of zip line ability that you get in the game now is like the best addition to Monster Hunter in years. Oh yeah, and that is kind of going to go back on how I said you could kind of seamlessly mount monsters better than in any other Monster Hunter game. It's cost that mechanic they added in the the way it works in the game oh it's flawless it's great and not only that it's good for you could scale up mountains and go to different parts of the level the way this they made this game it feels like with the maps they really want to feature the new zip line to the point where these maps are a bit more layered than past monster hunter games so it kind of forces you to be like what's up there i'm gonna zip line up and check it out so they did that very effectively as well it's very cool yeah and it runs i mean the fact that it runs as well as it does on the switch just no frame drops even in handheld mode, right. there are no frame but, drops i've never had an issue yeah but it's not like monster hunter games in the past have had issues running on nintendo hardware i mean monster hunter 3 or try, I believe it was on the Wii was huge. I mean, that was an enormous game, and I remember, yeah, definitely. like I had friends that just everyone's like that was. It went, I mean, in terms of people playing, I mean, it had, it had that's probably one of the most online played games, right? On on the Nintendo Wii, if you go back and you think about the Wii's the Wii system. Um, and so for me though, I think the reason I didn't pick it up was because there's another Monster Hunter game. Uh, that just came out that's had me a little bit more intrigued and i haven't bought it but monster hunter stories 2. yes so have you played that i have not played you... it yet uh but this game is a bit different in the sense where it takes a bit more of a cutesy approach the first one was on the 3ds it was one of the last 3ds games to come out actually before they stopped mm -hmm. with that but you know, there isn't a whole lot more 
I can't act like I know a whole lot about the game because I don't because I never played gotcha. it. But okay. what I what I have gathered is though, it looks like it's it looks like it's an RP it, like a yeah. turn based RPG. It takes an RPG based approach, and you tame monsters, and you can use them to to fight with you in these RPG like battles. And I think there's an ability to even breed them, and if you breed different monsters together. Um, it, it's like abilities can like uh, cross over each other basically, you know? So, okay. so that's, that's, that seems pretty cool too. I would definitely like to pick it up though, just to really see how different it is though. I've heard nothing but right. good things. Yeah. Okay. So between monster hunter rise and monster hunter world, if you had to pick one for somebody to play as like somebody wants to get into monster hunter, because Monster Hunter Story seems like it's really sort of aimed at a different audience. Yeah. Um, would you say Rise or World? It's a tough call because I feel like I might have to say Rise. And I say that because the one thing I've learned about Rise is the last Monster Hunter game to use, I guess, the old formula before World came out was Monster Hunter generations on mm -hmm. 3ds which its sequel did come out on the switch it was one of the yes. first switch games actually um the team that made that and was a different team that made monster hunter world so both teams worked together to make rise because me and friends that i've played it with that have loved the series as long as I have, we both agreed on this game is like you took Monster Hunter World, but added some of like the older flavor. There's just something about the aesthetic to it. There's just certain things that it's kind of hard to explain, but if you've played the older games, you probably just get a sense of what I'm talking about. It's So I would have to say Rise in the sense where it's like it's closer at showing you, like, hey, this is kind of what the older games are like, but it's all new gameplay, though. So it, right. it's it's a lot more uh, intuitive. Um, and plus, uh, yeah, it's a hard call, because I could easily just say both and just tie them together. Right. But I, I am going to yeah, say I, Rise. Cause I, yeah, because some of the reviews I remember watching were saying that it, it, was, it might be the most easy to, I mean, outside of stories again it's it's like different different audience um but it is the, what i saw i remember i think it was easy allies review they said that it was the like the most approachable monster hunter. agreed yes whereas world is more for like the veterans of monster hunter that's that's a good assessment yeah i i could yeah that's a good way to sum it up definitely okay yeah cool cool all right, hey, Monster Hunter Rise, you know, it, again, it looks... So there's, like, so there's what? There's three Monster Hunter games on the Switch. There's Generations 2, Rise, and now Stories 2. That's it. Okay. All right, man. Uh, okay, I, I guess I will go with my number five, which, for anyone keeping score, is technically my number seven. <laughs> um, on, on, on the Switch here. And this one's actually uh, this is a Switch exclusive. 
uh, came out about two years ago. So yeah, July of 2019. It was my summer game. Um, yeah, just just about two years ago because this is July 17th as we're recording this. And that is Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: oh, Black yeah. Order. Man, um, this game. You know, I, I when it first came out, I played like you know just like played through the entire campaign like three times because you and I'll get I'll get to the reason why. But it's one of these games where, for whatever reason, I still will come back to this. Every few months, I'd be like, you know, I'm going to pop in Marvel Ultimate Alliance and jump into it. And it's just fun to sort of just blitz through the story, like, one time. It almost as like, a beat-em-up. And then, you know, I'll put it down. And then, but for, what, for, for some reason, I just, I just keep coming back to it. So, um, for anyone who's sort of unfamiliar with the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series, uh... It kind of stems really from there was I mean what there was, it was like Marvel the Marvel Nemesis series and the X there was those X Men games on like the PlayStation Two which uh, X Men um, Legends I think it was X Men Legends yeah they're sort of these action sort of role playing games that use that top down sort of a view where you're just fighting just waves and waves and waves of enemies it's like Diablo esque kind of yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's that that's a, that's a, that's a great that's a great way to play, put it. And so you get a team of four superheroes that you can sort of mix and match, uh, which whatever whatever you want. And that had been the formula uh, since it sort of first first appeared. Uh, and that's what they go with here. So one of the cool things they do in this game is um, every story has kind of been its own thing. Marvel Ultimate Ultimate Alliance One, I remember. Uh, I think Doctor Doom and then Galactus is sort of the main villain. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 is an interesting take on the Marvel Civil War. And this one is kind of its own unique story. Focuses a little bit kind of on, I would say, Thanos and the Infinity Gems, obviously, yeah. to go along with the Marvel Marvel movies. And that's that's sort of the, the, the route it ends up going. But you just get all of these different uh, Marvel characters. You're going through all of these cool stages. Um, you know, you go through... Oh man, I mean you go you go through Stark Tower and fight Ultron, you go to um you know you're fighting with the Guardians of the Galaxy, you're fighting you go through the X-Men mansion. Um you you go you go to uh Asgard. It's just super cool. You're going you're going through all of the different Wakanda, sort of, the Shadowland Wakanda, for the hands. All of it. Absolutely. Yeah, you you go through all of it and there are just an absolute ton of playable characters and then there were some really good dlc yeah after oh yeah too. i mean you get black panther black widow blade captain america captain marvel colossus daredevil deadpool um dr strange electra falcon gambit he was i remember he was uh he was an unlockable you get the hulk Iceman, magneto moon knight uh you, you know Phoenix, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Star- I mean, just, you get all of them, right? Venom, you get tons of characters. And what's really cool about these series is that you can sort of build teams mm-hmm. and you get bonuses for the teams that you build and put them together. And it's not just things like, well, I'm going to use four X-Men characters or I'm going to use, um, you know, like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like you can pick, um, you can, like they give you bonuses for things like, having four scientists right and it'll give you like 
these sort of weird boosts. And so you can really mix these teams together in all these interesting and different ways to just build teams a specific way that can just dish out a ton of damage and sort of just sort of fun, interesting ways. Um, the, the, I like to sort of play with, I guess, that more traditional role where I'm going to have like a tank, right? You know, with that tank, somebody that's a big guy up there oh, yeah. who's going to take a bunch of damage like, you know, so like a Thor or the Hulk or a Venom or like a big guy, get that big guy up front. He's going to take in all the damage. And then I like to have three sort of long range blaster guys in the back. Right. So that's like that's I like to play with Magneto and Iron Man and the you other know, just and like even Cyclops are all just sitting back there just blowing away damage. But you can build it however you want. You can build teams, you know, teams of like people with swords and sort of like claws right you can go with wolverine and black panther you can build an all spider-man team it just gives you sort of the freedom to create these epic epic teams and just do tons and tons of damages of damage and then there's just tons of leveling up and unlocking new abilities um and then unlocking you can unlock different costumes although they don't the costuming in this game is not nearly as cool as it used to be you used to get like everybody got like four to five different costumes. Um, they kind of scaled that back in this game, but they did up the number of playable characters. So I think that that's sort of a, a, a decent trade, right? To get different, to get different characters. And, you know, even some of the characters, I mean, they're not all just the big heavy hitters. You know, some of these are characters that you're like, you know, Ghost Rider, right? I mean, that's like a character. He has a movie and stuff, but he's like not like, when you first think of Marvel, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I kind of forget about him. Like Spider-Gwen, um, Miles Morales, who has more recently kind of kind of uh, been been in, in, in the light. But it's super, super cool. And uh, if you want maybe sort of an R- action RPG, I guess, in a, in a different kind of realm and you like the Marvel movies, I'd absolutely check it out. Yeah, so... Man, you're really making me rethink my list now. I should have put this on there. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm just going to use this uh, opportunity to throw this in as an honorable mention because I have this game. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I played the first one. I loved the first one. I did not play the second one. Kind of just fell off the radar for me. For I was probably just right. I was probably just playing something else at the time. But uh, oh, dude, I knew that. Man, to have an Ultimate Alliance game exclusively for the Switch, huge win, totally huge win. And like you said, huge character roster. For me, the character roster was like the equivalent where you you go to like um, you go to a sandwich shop and you just get the works. It's just like so much. Mm-hmm. It's great. The costume thing I want to address too that you brought up because I feel like the costume thing is definitely scaled back. I feel like a couple of characters there are. got really cool different costumes while the rest of them were kind of just really uh just palette swaps for the most part nothing too impressive and some of the palette swaps were, were kind of like questionable it was kind of just like um no right. <laughs> i don't want i don't want this color but um i had a lot of fun with this game i always kind of considered it a retelling of uh infinity war 2 obviously because with Thanos and the stones. And I think because of that, it makes the story so easy to follow, therefore making it such an, again, it's a very accessible game to play and it's an, it's, it's such a fun game. 
game to play. It's fun to be able to switch between uh, your four characters on your team and use all their different abilities to the fullest. Um, who did you use? Uh, like, who, who were some other players you'd like to, to use on your team? So I would say, so my, my, it just kind of depends because I would kind of build different ways. I mean, my, some of it goes with, I guess, my favorite character. So I really like Magneto. Magneto is sort of like my favorite Marvel character, period. Um, and I'm much more into the X-Men than I am really in a, into a lot of other sort of things inside of Marvel itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I typically would have it. And then I like Iron Man. Um, but I, but I mean, a, a lot of the characters are a ton of fun. And so I would really kind of always be rotating. But I think in terms of, like, if you want to know who's the best, I think, like, technically I think Spider-Man's the best character in the game. And then I used Wolverine a lot. So did I. You can just, Wolverine just, yeah, Wolverine just straight up murders people (laughs) in this game. I mean, it is like, it almost has, like, sort of a beat-em-up element, too. And there's sometimes you're rolling and it's by the side. And you're, I mean, I think Black Panther, I think technically Wolverine has a higher damage output than Black Panther. Um, but so, but they play very, very, very similar, but I think, but Wolverine, I mean, you're just like mowing through guys. I mean, they're just like running at you. You're just like clawing left and right at guys. And it's, it's a ton of fun. I would mainly use, so my, my team was primarily, um, Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. I should, um, right. Um, let that get that out there. Uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, Luke Cage and Wolverine. That was predominantly yeah. uh, my team. Every now and then, because Luke Cage and Wolverine are like um, roughly like they have like those same like tank abilities where it was kind of like, oh, if you needed someone to like, there were like special areas where it's like, oh, you need this ability right. to like break through. Like, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe I could like switch one of these guys out for something else. So every now and then it's like, oh, maybe I'll switch uh, Wolverine out for uh, Deadpool, maybe. Or it's like, oh, maybe I'll switch out um, Luke Cage for someone like uh, the Hulk. Or uh, if I want someone with a bit more range, uh, I-, I liked Storm a lot. So Storm is a ton of fun. Yeah. yeah. If you need, if you want a range person, yeah. Um, that uh, Daredevil, I would kind of play around with if I if I switched out Spider Man, but predominantly it was the four I named: Spider Man, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Wolverine, and uh, Luke Cage. Miss Marvel's abilities were so much fun, making the giant hands and just slamming it down on people. people. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's the best part of this game is that you it's it's really about finding the characters who combine well. Because they, you can, you just start blasting and some, like everybody gets four abilities and they're super, but you can like combine abilities and like if they, if they happen to work out like the right way, um, to where you just do like some of these just huge amounts of damage. And so I found like, you know, Wolverine, I think can sort of, he'll do like a spin attack and it'll sort of like, you know, you can shoot like a laser at it and then it'll hit the, he'll hit a spin attack and the lasers will get launched everywhere. So. It's just it's it's a ton of fun. There's really no wrong combination. Um, you know, no, you know, in the game. I think I, I used Thor a lot too. Um, I definitely used Thor for like an entire an entire playthrough. Nice. But yeah. And then uh and then when they started releasing some of the DLC characters, like you got Gambit and Gambit's like you know, Gambit's like my number two in Marvel, so it's like all right, I gotta use Gambit. 
Gambit was one of like the coolest things about like if you didn't read comics, Gambit was like the best thing about Saturday morning cartoons when you were a kid in the nineties. You know what I mean? He was just this Absolutely. personification of cool. Like you mm. wanted to be like Gambit. I, I, I did. I wanted to be like Gambit when I was a kid, but yeah, no, I, 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 I love Marvel ultimate Alliance three. That's a great pick, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Uh, what's what's your your number four? My number four. We're gonna go to now the support, but I just could not resist. That's fine. If it's on the Switch, whether it's digital or physical, even if it's a you know not a Nintendo game, it is fine. I got the physical version of this because that's just the way I roll. I had to. I I had to put Super Mario 3D All Stars on there. I just had to. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's like okay, it's kind of cheating because there's three games on this, but it's like, man, to this day, it blows my mind because I thought to myself, well, sometimes ports don't play that well when it's switched to a system that has a totally different type of like controller or whatever. Super Mario games are without a doubt some of the most intuitive games you could play, ever, which is what makes them so accessible and so much fun. But man, Mario 64, after, what year did Super Mario 64 come out? 1996? 96, yeah. It's about September of 96. I only know that specifically because I just did a Wave Race 64 uh, video on YouTube. And since it was like a launch launch like window title as well, I was looking up. I was like, when exactly did, did the 64 launch? So yeah, September of 1996. I love Wave Race 64, by the way, too. So good. That's a whole different <laughs> rabbit hole I could jump Are we gonna down get, right now. That's what I want on Switch. Just give me <laughs> give me Wave Race. I uh, So, you got Super Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Now, for me, this was my chance because I had a GameCube when it was the thing. I had Super Mario Sunshine, and I just never beat it because it got lost in the shovel with a bunch of games, and I could never forgive myself eventually when I didn't have it anymore. So... Oh my god. I love Super Mario Sunshine. I love Delfino Plaza. I love how colorful it is. Super Mario 64. I can't say anything that has not been said about this game already. All to the except for the fact that in 2021, the game still holds up. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Super mm-hmm. Mario Sunshine, I love it. I love Flood. I love the mechanics behind it. They really, really made it work. I just love how vibrant of a Mario game it is. It's just so dang colorful and fun. I love the worlds they made for it. Super Mario Galaxy, I didn't have a Wii. When that wave of consoles came out, I was a, I went with the Xbox 360. I didn't care about anything else. But there was a part of me that it was like, Damn, I wish I could play Super Mario Galaxy. And I finally... And that was the other thing, too. I was worried because, like, well, this was meant to be played with, like, a Wii controller. I was like, how is that going to adapt to the Switch? Flawless! Absolutely perfect. And the way the sensor works, if you want to use the sensor to collect, like, anything in the game, you just point your controller at the TV or whatever. Or if you're playing it handheld, you could just swish your finger through the screen and boom! It's... I can't believe they pulled it off. So for that alone, for the how they made the gameplay work on a whole brand new system, my hat is off to you, Nintendo gurus. Oh my god. It's crazy to think that Super Mario Galaxy, even at this point, could be considered a classic. 
But even no. the world building in that was so much fun. It blew me away when I realized, like, oh, you run around on these weird, like, little planet things. It works. It is a super duper fun platformer game, as they all are. Again, I can't say anything that hasn't been said about any Mario game. So anyone that's played one, you already know what I'm talking about. But, oh my god, Mario 64, that... God damn, I still love that game. I, I, I still love racing the penguin down the friggin' ice slide. I love going to Tall Tall Mountain to this day and getting all the way up there. Oh, man, all day, every day. Such yeah. such nostalgia for Super Mario 64, man. Such nostalgia for At- yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it, this this port is, and I I I picked I picked it up as well. Um, and Super Mario sixty four for me, it's just, I just didn't play it on the sixty four like back in the day, and so for me, it's always the one where I'm like, eh, I just never really want to dive into that one. But I mean, I picked it up for Sunshine. Um, but I will say that I bought Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii sort of later in the Wii's life because everyone has said Super Mario Galaxy. I mean, a lot of people consider Galaxy 1 or 2 to be the best game on the Wii, if not the best Mario. I mean, there are a lot of, I mean, when Super Mario Galaxy 2 came out, it improved on everything so much of Galaxy 1, and everyone's like, this might be the best Mario game ever made, right? Yeah. Um, And I think that now that you can play it without the motion controls, um, it's super cool. Although this game, I feel like, even still, I played it with the Joy-Cons as if I was playing it with motion controls, and for whatever reason... When I played Galaxy 1 on the Wii, I was like, dude, this is giving me, like, motion sickness. Ooh. Because uh, you're, like, running around. And I that's not an uncommon thing here. Um, but this time this time playing it, I was – everything everything was fine. So maybe I just didn't give it enough chance, let my eyes adjust or, you know, whatever the first time I played it. But um, it is cool, and it is sort of an upscaled version, so it does look better. Now, 60, now 64 does is sort of an upscaled version. Um, but technically, I think if you want the best version of Super Mario 64, you should check out the Nintendo DS version of Super Mario 64. Which I, played that? I have it, actually. I still have it to this right. day. Right. We talked about that. We, I think we talked about that. Because you get to play as, like, I think you get to play as, like, Wario and Luigi and stuff. And Yoshi. One. You actually start the game as Yoshi. Yeah. And it's, and it's, 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 the texture packs are different. It is different textures. It is. And I think technically that version still, I mean, if you play it on an emulator, looks better than 64. Um, but the game that really seems to have the biggest upgrade in this is actually Sunshine because now it's in a widescreen, it's in progressive scan, and it looks gorgeous. And I, absolutely love super mario sunshine i love super mario sunshine to death it is one of it's i i mean it's hard to say oh what's your favorite what's your favorite super mario game because there's just so many that are great but even if you narrow it down to the 3d ones um for me it's probably my third it's probably my number three of the 3d marios i would say i'd probably say the same thing yeah, and to be honest, I've had this conversation with other people. I feel like it's crazy because I kind of <laughs> I kind of view this as a I'm going to compare this to the Beatles. And I and I mean that because it's like they were both such phenomenons and I always say like, you know, there's really no such thing as a Beatles obscurity, but there kind of is. And in a sense, there's no such thing as a Mario obscurity, but there kind of is. And I feel like Super Mario Sunshine 
is one of those ones that just doesn't get enough love for some reason. So it kind of just gets lost in the shuffle. So I think the reason is because of Luigi's Mansion, you had two games coming out in which you gave Luigi a sweeper and Mario a water pack. And so it's kind of like, is this like the direction we're going? If Super Mario Sunshine had just come out by itself, like without Luigi's Mansion sort of having that, I know they're totally different games, but it's still like the idea of, well, they're both getting these sort of objects that they're tied to. I feel like Super Mario Sunshine would get better reception. I feel like people would like it. That is probably fair to say, because Luigi's Mansion did spread like wildfire as well. And like you said, it's it's a totally, totally uh, different game. But you know what? You compare the two because it's still in that Mario verse, though. Right. It just, it, it just, I think it just pops into people's mind. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Super, the Super Mario All-Stars 3D collection is is great. It it probably should have included Super Mario Galaxy 2, but I whatever. It's <laughs> still, it's still three out of completely. I mean, you know, amazing, amazing, great games. Some of the best games ever made. So, um, all right. Well, I'm gonna go to my number four, and this is the game that has out of sort of nowhere. Although I knew I would like it if I ever got into it. Just it is shot so far up, and I would not be surprised if it's sequel which comes out next year is my number one favorite switch game. If not moving into the territory of perhaps favorite game ever uh, territory. And that is Splatoon 2. What? Have you played? Well, Splatoon? I've seen you. I've seen that you've actually, now that I think about it, when I go on my switch, I have been seeing you play that. And I can't believe I didn't have, I can't believe I didn't put that together when you said, have you oh. actually, have you actually played it? No, I, I've never played a single Splatoon game in my life. Okay. <laughs> so I, so like my favorite, my, my single number one sort of probably favorite game ever. It may not be my favorite game, but sort of my favorite gaming experience ever without question. I've said this before is, is death was destiny one. Just because I had this like one summer in college um, where I just it was like this really long summer just because it was like they were shifting from quarters to semesters. And so I had like six months pretty much of just uninterrupted time. And I was playing Destiny just online with with friends that I had like made, like made friends online doing this. And I was just playing Destiny hardcore like every day. And it was just so much fun. And so. Like, I've always loved to play sort of first-person shooters and sort of and third-person shooters online, like, never, like, competitively, like, I'm not going to go pro or, you know, anything like that, but I just, I love that just sort of pick-up-and-play, um, you know, sort of quick matches, team death match, whatever, um, just, just to hop on and play, and if you have a group of friends, I think it makes it that much more fun. So, I've always kind of thought, you know, I should pick up Splatoon. I should, I should pick up Splatoon. And then I just, I never did on the Wii U. And so I finally did. And oh my God, I'm addicted. Like, bad. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so it's, it's Nintendo just knows how they, it's like Nintendo can just look at things and say, how do we sort of Nintendoize something? And they just did it so perfectly here that it, it, the only thing I can say is that you have to just play the game in order to get it. 
because from afar you're like whatever you know your kids you're sort of squids you're like shooting stuff whatever but it is so much deeper than that it's kind of like smash brothers in a way that like even mario kart they look it looks incredibly simple from the surface but once you dive deeper you're like there this game is incredibly complex to play at like high level and by far the best thing about splatoon is the match length because it's just long enough to where you feel like you had fun in it but it's also just short enough to where it's not too long because like in a lot of team death matches and stuff like that sometimes you're playing for like 10 to even 20 minutes yeah, right it depends sure yeah like well, splatoon is 3 minutes it's the 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 matches are 3 minutes what? and you don't even necessarily have to be you don't even have to be necessarily good at killing people you just have to sort of be good at like painting because it's at the the kills in this game are not what scores you points. I mean, they does score you points, but it doesn't really contribute to the overall win. The win is who has painted the most at the end. Um, and so you're like painting over your other teammates or you're painting over like the other team's paint or I guess in this game it's ink, right? Well, whatever. Um, and so kills cause you to have to respawn. You have to go all the way back. So it's this big tug of war that's ultimately played. And there's, t- there's so many different weapon types like there's like, you know, you can go like a shotgun, like, hey, I'm going to race towards people and, you know, shotgun them or I'm going to sort of use. I like my 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 favorite is the roller. You get this like paint roller and you're just like, you know, you can you cover a lot more ground. You go a little bit slower, um, but you can just score so many points so fast. Uh, there's like buckets of paint, which are like, you know, you can like slosh around and and stuff like that. There's like tons of supers you can do. And again, it all just comes down to, it's that sort of, it's the time limit, which is the true magic of this game because it's three minutes. Even if you lose, you're like, okay, whatever. And then you're on to the next match. So it's not like you never feel like demoralized after a loss. Like even if you're the top player, because it's so short. You never feel like you're just like, okay, I'm ready for the next match. You're always ready for that next match. Unlike in games like Destiny and Call of Duty, where it's like you're doing really, really, really well. And then you lose at the last second. It's like, oh, well, whatever, you know, and it's like, God, like I like I never you're you never get to that level where like you want to rage quit or anything like that. Not that I do anyway, but I think even for a lot of people, because the matches are so short, it's it is it is brilliant. What Nintendo did in this game is absolutely brilliant. Once you sit down and play it, it you you get it. You know how to, it it all clicks. It all makes sense. You see, like I never batted an eye to this series, and people have told me that they that they really love this game. But you probably went into more detail than anybody ever has explaining it to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking now. I can't believe the reviews this game has gotten. Uh, Nintendo World Report 8.5 out of 10. Nintendo Life gave this, what is this, 10 friggin' stars? Uh, IGN 8.3 out of 10. GameSpot 8 out of 10. EGM, that's Electronic Gaming Monthly, uh, 9 out of 10. Game Informer 8.25 out of 10. Jesus Christ, like, yeah, like, it sounds like it knocked it out of park. I can't believe I didn't put two and two together that. Like I said earlier, like you said, oh, I don't want to say one game to possibly spoil anything. And the last few times I'd seen you on 
Switch. You've been playing Splatoon 2. I can't believe it didn't click in my head this whole time. But yeah, the game. Yeah, always it's the reason of... I'm. Go it's ahead. the reason I'm buying. It's the reason I'm buying another Switch is because my girlfriend and I are we play this game like hardcore. And again, even that, even even then, sharing the game because the match types are so short, we're like invested in watching the other person because it's only three minutes. It's like it's so it's the 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 time limit and and the fact that you can be good at this game like it's it's all about time management really even more so like because even if you're not good at killing people like you can just by painting you build up your super and so like my favorite super is this one where you get like this rocket launcher and you get like it's like a sort of a missile right and then you can like look throughout the rest of the map and then it'll sort of target people and shoot. And there's a bunch of different supers. You can do one where you just do like this big splash or you can give people armor and stuff. And so like there there's just there's so many different ways to play it. Like you it like a lot of times if you're going against teams that are like focusing on trying to get a lot of kills, well, there's a lot of areas sometimes that aren't don't even get painted and it's like you don't even have to really participate sometimes in that big tug of war like down middle lanes you can just paint the sides and then you still earn points and you win so even if you're not good at like being like that sort of like competitive killing people you know like that sort of killing people gameplay like the shooter gameplay you can still be and like i do i do okay even though i play with like a very very close-up weapon um you like having the having people that aren't even good at that on your team that are focusing on painting is such it's so valuable to your overall team success that it makes it that much more accessible yeah and then everyone brings something to the team basically too totally it's it sounds it's, yeah it's it's brilliant i mean it, it i never thought that i would ever be singing the praises of splatoon this much until i played it and then i was like what? This game is genius. Yeah, I guess you never like... know. Till, I guess you never know till you try. So check check this out. I'm I'm reading this. This this is blowing my mind too. Splatoon two got a two disc official soundtrack featuring music from the game by uh, Toru Minageshi. I'm not familiar with who that is. So if someone could shine some light on that, you know, you could mm-hmm. add us on social media or whatever. But apparently, it was released in 2017 and it debuted. At number eight on Billboard Japan's hot album charts, how crazy is that? A oh, I video game it. soundtrack. The soundtrack's in the top great. Ten on a Billboard, and then it got another soundtrack, a second soundtrack called Octotune in 2018, and that peaked at number five on Billboard Japan's hot album chart. Jesus Christ! Oh, it's great. It's great. It's I'd so have to listen cool. to this now. It's a good soundtrack, man. And then, you know, like, there's some other just tiny things in the game that make it cool. So, like, every time you're different colors. So, it's not like it's always just red versus blue team. It's, like, pink and orange and green oh, and yellow. Fun. And, like, so, like, you're always a different team color. Oh. Um, And then, like, the one of the other things is as you paint, right, you can then turn into a squid and you can, like, move through your paint, right? And so you can't move through the other team's paint or ink. But so if you're like using like like the snipers are super important 
if you if you have somebody that's playing as a sniper because they can shoot the furthest. And so even immediately, if you're like a sniper, you want to just start firing like the second you start because then your teammates can move that much faster up to points. Like there's just so it's so there's so much to this game, but it's also so simple. Like it, it's it it's mind boggling. It it truly is mind boggling at how genius this game is. I I I I'm still baffled myself is that there, I'm like that in love with this game. Is there a demo? I don't this, know. You know I mean? I'm gonna look for a demo. I'm gonna see if there's a demo on the eShop. There might be. If not, I'll just watch a bunch of gameplay and see if it settles in. You yeah. got you got me really thinking on this, Matt. So if I make a purchase in the future, I'm blaming you. <laughs> That's okay, man. That's yeah. okay. Splatoon three is coming out sometime next year. Well, maybe um, I'll just wait then. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's uh, I don't know. I don't think Splatoon three is coming out until like July of next. I think it's like a year. It's like it's like a full year away. But I'm telling you, man, just for sort of a mindless online play. There is a story mode. Like there is a story mode. I did. And, I did see that as well. Actually, and I've I've seen like my niece and nephew play it, but I sort of have no desire, um, to 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 sort of, to sort of to sort of jump into that. But it's 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 fun, man. Yeah. It's and the soundtrack is cool. It's like this sort of like pop punky punk sort of sort of soundtrack. It, All right, you got me on board. You got me on board already by just saying. Yeah, that, so. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's it's. It, trust me, you'll you, you'll play it and you and you'll be like, I just played for like eight hours. Like I know, man, it's how it goes uh, because it's in a way it's like TikTok, right? Uh, it's like TikTok because it's because it's it's because they're so short. That's where it is. It's just long enough to where you feel like you accomplished something. If it were any shorter, it'd be too short. And if it were any longer, you know. It it start to feel like you you really start to feel down if you were if you were like on sometimes you just get beat down you know like your team drops out or whatever uh-huh. but and because Nintendo doesn't have like voice chat you don't have to deal with any of that stuff right? oh yeah like thank you do God what games. a blessing in disguise I that know was. it sucks they I wish they ha- they should have the option for voice chat like with only your friends but. Yeah, at the same time, I think it's just I I almost prefer that there's not. It's like I can Discord somebody. That's what me and my friends do for when we were playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise. We were just we were just using Discord, and it worked. Yeah, it's fine. It's 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 fine. Oh yeah, yeah. awesome. All right, well I talked about Splatoon for quite uh <laughs> quite quite long enough. All right, so we're on to your number three now. My number three, and you know, uh, with with the amount that this next game has been talked about, I can't say enough. That hasn't been said about this game already, but I love it so much. It was one of the main reasons I wanted to get a Switch, and I believe this is some overlap for you and I, so I guess we're both going to talk about it. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey mm-hmm. is my number three. Yeah, I have Super Mario at his, at Super Mario Odyssey at my number one, which, for those keeping score, would technically be my number three. Okay. Yes, do so. do you want to wait to talk about it then? Or... No, 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 no. No, we, no okay. I've, I've talked about it before. I've done like a full-on review and stuff. And stuff about it. No, go go ahead. Yeah, and I'll I'll chime I in. I feel afterwards. like this is one of the most definitive Mario games. It literally takes everything, and I mean everything. So I'm not just talking 3D Mario games. It takes everything from every Mario game and creates like the big the biggest love letter I've ever seen to a franchise. 
I mean, you know, it's the classic, you know, okay, you got you to gotta save Princess Peach again. You know, not really a whole lot to say there. I'm cool with that. I'm down with saving the princess. Sign me up. It's just, man, the world building in this game was absolutely insane. And again, it is a Mario game. So, again, the controls are super intuitive. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about the whole Cappy mechanic. But it was fun. They made, like all Mario games, they they made it work. They made it fun. The The costumes you could get in the game are so, so much fun as well. I like the fact that you could get Super Mario 64 uh, look mm-hmm. if you ever so yeah, desired. So cool. You could get the Waluigi covers. The different covers. outfits. Yeah. So cool. It's, it, I, I mean, just... The best thing about it is just exploring all the different worlds. And my favorite part of this game, and you and I have talked about this a couple of times, is uh, the moment in uh, New Donk City. When, New Donk City. Well, first the off, Kong. The, the Donkey Kong homage. When you're and it, and it, it's like the best is like right before you go into the 2D aspect. Um, if you look at the one New Donk. Uh, Resident, he goes, jump, man, jump, because yeah. he was jump, man, before he was Mario. So that was a cool nod, and just going through that, and just, you know, dethroning uh, Donkey Kong at the end there, and you have the barrels coming towards you. Oh, my God. And the the song, the song Paulina's Band is playing. I, I So it great. So, it's so <laughs> groovy. Dude, I love the fact, too, that Paulina is in this game. I know. She's made a resurgence. I've actually, I just got, I got Mario Golf, um, for my birthday, which is great, by the way. I've only, I have, I have not put that much time into it. I've only played for a couple hours, but uh, I was playing it. And you know, the funny thing is, I was playing it, uh, because it was my niece and nephew, because I was in Ohio, just visiting for the, uh, for my birthday in the summer, and they knew who she was. She says she's the mayor, right? Yeah, that's what the, you know. That's what they say. Oh, that's the mayor. From Mario Odyssey, yeah, right. Because they played it. I um, I got. See, it's funny because you said you got Mario Golf for your birthday. Because um, I'm a little late to this one, but I got Mario Tennis for my birthday oh, okay, yeah. this year, and she's in that as well, which I thought was fun. I, I like to play as her uh, every now and then. Her, her, and Wario. I usually switch around, but yeah, man. I mean, so many fun kingdoms, so many different fun worlds. Like, I love the Sand Kingdom. I, I mm-hmm. that was so much fun. Uh, New Donk, of course, uh, is is so fun. I love the Wooded Kingdom. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget. I like the beach one. Yes, I really like the beach. Yes, one. Yeah. I, that was. And then the God, the 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 food one is just gorgeous. It's just like bright colors, and it's it's just I, so interesting. I, I feel like even the darker worlds, like like Lost Kingdom, like. You know, it's got a darker palette, but there's just something about it that makes it vibrant to a degree as well, which is what I love about almost all the worlds uh, in this game. It, they were just so, so well made. I, I, uh, the beach one reminds me of – it reminds me of a couple of worlds in Spyro Ripto's Rage, actually, which are two totally mm-hmm. different games. But I think that's another reason why it just resonated uh with me uh so well but it, it it's just exp- exploring all the different worlds is it, just is so much fun being able to possess uh different um creatures and stuff with with your hat is is fun i like um 
I don't know if you'd call it a surprise, but I liked when you're like kind of towards the end. Um, you kind of run into like those football like characters from yep. like the the Super Nintendo games and everything. I thought like, oh, oh god, whoa, what I forget their names, throwback. but you can play as one. You can yeah. play as one in uh, Mario Tennis. Oh god, what is his name? Charging, it's like charging Chuck. I think is if, it, if it if you can, then I, maybe I have to unlock it then because I haven't th- done that yet. But charging um, Chuck, yeah, yeah. Then Mario Golf. I don't know in Mario Tennis if he's in there. Oh, Mario that. Golf. Oh, okay. Oh, that yeah, would yeah, make yeah. sense. Charge, yeah, charging Chuck is is what they are. Yeah, and just man, um, best Bowser's Castle level I've ever played. I'm sorry, Mario oh, 64. So much fun. Eat your heart out. Um, but uh I could just. I've beaten that game like three times, and I I just never get tired of it. I just love running around, and just... <laughs> that's it, man. It's so good. I can't say enough. No, it's 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 so good. I've talked about it before. The, Mario Odyssey is my um, second favorite 3D Mario game. I said that uh, Sunshine is my third, my first, which actually is now on the Wii U, but is not on this list just because I or. Er, is now on the Switch, was on the Wii U, which is 3D World, but now you have the Bowser's Fury. I just haven't, I just haven't played it. I, just I haven't, haven't had played the time it yet either. I haven't had to sit, I have time to sit down and play it. Um, but uh, I think uh, my girlfriend, uh, she's played it. Um, she's played, she played both through Odyssey and 3D World, and she says she prefers 3D World too. I think it's just because it's the levels. Um and the cat suit, which is like you know, like the whole point. Yeah, right? I, I, I could, I, I yeah. could get behind that. Sure. The cat suit is a ton of fun. Uh, it's it's just like it's like it's it's like it's like the whole reason to even play that game. But um, Odyssey, man, Odyssey was the game that I bought a Switch for. It was because I because ha- I had, I got Breath of the Wild initially on the Wii U. Um, because it came out and I had a Wii U, and so I was like, well, I don't have a Switch. You yet. know, I Switch forgot that me. there was a Wii U version actually. Yeah. I yeah, and it was forgot. hard. You know, the switch was hard to get once it first came out. And I didn't pre-order it because I was still in finishing school True. and I didn't have the. You know, and I was like, out of my books, and you know, go like thirty thousand dollars into student loan debt. So, um, definitely wasn't <laughs> buying a switch. Uh, but then you know, I I graduated that year, got a job. You know, the whole deal. So, like my first sort of big purchase was a switch, and I bought it. I bought it for Super Mario, Super Mario Odyssey, and um, yeah, and it was so so cool. Not only playing this new system. But playing Super Mario Odyssey, and as you said, it's—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's just so—it's perfect. I mean, Nintendo does not mess around when they make a Mario game, right? I mean, so every everything about the quality in this game is just obviously top notch. It looks gorgeous. The soundtrack is amazing, and it's just a fun sort of new take on Mario. Getting to go to the different areas. Um, and the way they sort of incorporate like almost like real life stuff, like the dinosaur level with like an actual T-Rex yeah. in with like coins and blocks and it just all kind of fits together well, right? Um, and then, you know, just all the different power-ups you get are almost like with the cap are reminiscent of power-ups that you've had throughout various other Mario games. Um, the one there's like one where you turn into like a squid or something like that in the not the underwater world, but the beach world. Right. And the way he sort of shoots is similar to the sort of way that um, Flood shoots in Super Mario Sunshine. And so I thought that was cool. And then, as you said, the different costumes you can unlock and like I'm constantly just changing different outfits and all of the collectibles you're just grinding out to get. And then once you beat the game, you can go like 
deep into like serious like challenges right yeah, yeah. i mean like some of the some of the moon levels towards the end where it's like okay i mean that's just like those are like brutally hard but it's just so cool and like it's 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 a game that like it all i i don't know if i've ever played a game that has a difficulty curve better than this the cur the difficulty curve in this game is just it sort of never like says okay stop now we're going to teach you something new you just sort of figure it out along the way, but they yeah. set all of these challenges up. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, now I know how to, like, throw my hat, jump out, jump onto it, and then bounce, and then do, like, a different, you know, like, then a wall jump. You sort of just learn all of that stuff as you go, but you, it's, it's never, like, it never feels like something you're like, I got to train to do this, or, like, I have to stop and go through, like, an hour-long tutorial of how to do this. It's all just sort of, like, it's like a sandbox, but they, like you know, give you the, the tools where you're only going to make a sandcastle, but it's like an awesome sandcastle. It's the whole reason you're there in the first place. But, you know, and so it's, 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 per, it's a perfect game. It's easy. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Two other nods. I really quick. I like about this. I love when you possess Bowser at the end. Um, yeah. Like well, before so you get to fun. the post game. And I love that little bit where you go into that 2d mode and you're playing as Bowser from the NES. You know, mm. and it I, I thought that was uh a really fun take, very, very creative uh direction there. And I love how the um the rabbits kinda get their own uh Megazord at one yeah, point. And I so thought to myself, fun. that is a very uh Japanese thing to do and I'm really glad uh they did that. You know, it's 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 it it shows you how much um you know, Mario might be about uh, an, an Italian guy, you know, but but in the end, like it's it's a Japanese game, and and it shows. So, so mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right, man. Well, um, okay. So that was my number one, which for those keeping scores, technically my number three, and that was Adam's number three. So we move on to my number three, um, which is Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Yeah. <laughs> Is this on your list? It's not, but I'm okay, going to give it an okay. honorable mention as well. Yeah, I abso- thought yeah, about absolutely. it. I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I had Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, and for whatever reason, I just didn't play it. Just didn't. I mean, I played it sort of initially, and I just didn't dive into it. And then I think just, again, the power of the Switch, and you, we talked about this earlier, I play the Switch a lot in handheld mode. And so really have you really have just it's a game that i it's like i'll go through big stretches on where it's like i i get really into mario kart for a bit and then put it down and then really get into mario kart and put and put it down but i always come back to it and it's always fun when you have you know if you're gonna if you're gonna have you want to play switch with somebody mario kart's like one of the perfect games to go to because it's not as um you know, Smash, there's like a lot you got. You kind of got to know a lot to go into Smash, and Smash can be like a bit overwhelming because it's like, where's my character and what do I do? Everyone, Mario Kart is like super easy, and it's great. It's just it, it's the same game it was on the Wii U. Great soundtrack, great visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's the same as a lot of other Mar- a, a lot of other Mario Kart games. So it, it kind of can go without saying as to as sort of as a sort of how great is this one. I didn't, I, for whatever, I didn't, I didn't really play this online a lot, not nearly as much as I play Splatoon. Um, 
but I still just have a lot of fun. I, I've I've still not unlocked like all of the sort of you know like stars, you know, on like the 150 CC and the 200 CC, you know, um, sort of sort of races. But it's just one I always go back to, and one I it's always fun to just sort of play a cup play a bit when I'm when I visit my my niece and nephew because it's e- it's easy for them, and you get four people playing, and it's Mario Kart. You're, you know. Lightning bolting people and squidding people and blue shelling people. It's it kind of it's kind of easy to say, really. Yeah, man, Mario Kart is just one of again one of the, another one of those games that's just so so good to get into. And you know, for the longest time, you know, Mario Kart sixty four was just always my favorite, and I I enjoyed all the other ones a lot. Man, this really beat it out. Like I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't think it would, but it's I. I love the fact that you really, you can tailor your cart however you want, which really allows you to play as whoever you want. And I just, man, I love how they reinvented some old tracks in that game. Oh, absolutely, Toad's Turnpike. Oh man, better than ever. Cheap, love cheap it. Beach. Yeah, New Moon Meadows. Woohoo! Oh, and you get the and you get the Mario the N sixty four Mario Kart uh, Rainbow Road. Yeah, you could even unlock the original cart if you so desire to uh, use it. I use um I use the dirt bike to be honest. I use the dirt bike. Oh, okay. I use the dirt bike with the smallest uh orange wheels, and I just plop Wario on there, and boom, we're zooming, man. And it's great handling. Uh, that's that's my loadout. What about you? Um, I always play as Dry Bones. Dry okay. Bones is Dry Dry Bones is my guy. Um, and I don't think Dry Bones was in Mario Kart Eight. I think he's only in Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which was like I was like one of the reasons I may not have played. Well, they also may not added have played uh, Mario the Kart Eight. They added, Inklings, I think, they added the Inklings. They added uh, Link. I think the Link might have been DLC in. Mario Kart 8. I don't remember exactly what all was DLC in Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U and what like sort of was added in addition on Deluxe. Hmm. But you get um you can get Captain Falcons. You get like a F-Zero car. There's some F-Zero. There's yeah, two the blue, F-Zero the tracks. Blue Falcon, right. Exactly. Yeah, there's two F-Zero tracks. You can play Mute City and Big Blue. You can play a Hyrule Castle. Um so that's a lot of fun. Yeah, so my go-to is Dry Bones or Link. I usually use, I don't know, um, I like the Splatoon, one of the Splatoon, there's two Splatoon racers, um, Splatoon bikes. They're, one of them um, has like bigger tires in the front than it does in the back. And so I usually use that. And then I use, I must always use like the racing tires, like the super slick tires. Oh, okay. Or I will use the, it looks like a, looks like sort of a sports car. Like like a Ferrari. Oh, I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like white, and then I yeah, or 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 the, those. That's pretty much where I go. I forget the track. It's the downhill mountain, and it's just straight down. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't do, and I um, I don't really like the bikes. I've tried them. I just said I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Their turn radius for me, I, I I guess I don't like as much. I think I was attracted to the bikes because I played like 
Road Rash my whole life. Basically, right. oh, and... Mario Kart's one where it's like everyone has their thing, and it's it's the you know it's like some people like the really big carts. Everybody everybody's got like their thing in Mario Kart, yeah, well, and to, it's like fair, they find though, what works for them, and they just roll with it. And they're all great. They all work. You can you can win with any any type. Yeah, as long as you just like watch how you make your cart, just check the settings, and and boom, like you you get to pretty close to how you want it to be. To be fair, I. I wanted to be more traditional. I kind of wanted to be like, eh, let's try to unlock classic car. Let's try to get that going and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't really working for me. And I was like, all right, let me get a little unconventional here. And let me use the bike for uh, Mario Kart. Did. It worked. Never stopped using it. There we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, man. So let's go to your. So you should have a two and a one left, right? I do. Yep. Okay, and I just have a two because my one was already accounted for, which is fine because we knew we'd have overlap. So let's go to your number two. Number two, Luigi's Mansion 3. I Okay. Oh, my God. So I missed out on the Luigi's Mansion series. Uh, I had a GameCube. As I said earlier, I just I never got around to Luigi's Mansion for some reason. I was always interested in it, and I never got the port on the 3DS or Luigi's Mansion 2. And I was kind of like, oh, man, like, I don't know if I should get Luigi's Mansion 3 because blah, blah, blah. I've never played the others. But it was you. You told me, oh, you don't need to play the other ones to, to play you this. Don't. You'll be fine. And rightfully so, because it's an easy game to follow. Um, You go to a hotel because you've won a contest. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. But uh, you go, and it turns out it was all a ruse. Um. Just to uh, kidnap your friends and you so King Boo can have his revenge, basically. But, man, like, of course, it's got the cartoony look to it. Dang, is it such an impressive game on the Switch. Like, It's gorgeous. Every time it goes into that cutscene where the button comes out of your hand in the elevator and it goes into its spot in the elevator and Luigi's just like, oh, yeah. Every time I look at that, I'm like, God, you're such a freaking beautiful game. Jesus Christ. And you mentioned earlier how Luigi's Mansion, totally different game, and rightfully so. It is. That's the best part about it. It's a Mario spin-off game that has its own identity, but at the same time, like any other game in the Marioverse, very intuitive game to play, very, very fun to play with the with the vacuum. Uh Luigi was such a such a cool addition to it. I just love games where you have to. Is it Gooigi or is it Googie? We call him Googie. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I I that's, I don't know that's probably Maybe not was... how you're supposed to say it, but that's what we call it. Yeah, I always just called it Gooigi, and um, I never questioned it. I just always just called him that. Um, you might be the first person that I've actually heard not to call it that, but um, well, just... I, I could I could totally be totally be wrong. I'm going to ask people now, though. That's that that'll be an interesting debate, but. I'm like me, I you know, you've heard Matt and I talk about you know PlayStation One games and sixty four games and stuff like that. You know that that's a product of our generation. I mm -hmm. did nothing as a kid but play all the Crash Bandicoot games, all the Spyro the Dragon games, uh, Blasto. Like I loved platformer games where you had to collect stuff. That was my thing. So. For, for this to run around the hotel and do nothing but 
suck up the different types of ghosts. Like, there's a thing. There's a database. Like, oh, which ghosts did you capture? Okay, but what what separate booze did you capture? What gems did you collect on each floor? It's it's great. And every floor is a level. It's got a different theme to it. And the best part is is it's one of those games where you realize, oh, I didn't get all the gems on this floor. Oh, but that's okay because I have to press on because I might get something that will allow me to come back and get it. Basically, you know, just like power ups and stuff like that for your your right, vacuum right. cleaner and stuff like that. So, so for, for for that alone, for the fact that um, if you really want to go and collect all the gems and all the different ghosts, some serious replay value in this game. And that was another thing that uh really attracted me about it. I have to do a second playthrough. I did one playthrough. Now, again, spoiler alert, this is a disclaimer. When you're going to beat this game, it asks you, it, it gives you kind of like that point of no return disclaimer. Right. But the thing is, it doesn't go in depth. It just goes, you're reaching the final boss. Do you want to keep going? And it's just yes or no. And that's it. It doesn't tell you once you do this, you can't go back and collect everything you've missed. So for that reason only, I would give – I wanted to give Luigi's Mansion 3 a perfect 10. I And I was really close to it because it was just that good of a game for me. I Yeah. You know, because I was a big fan of the Wario Land series. And a game that – again, that's a game that's a, a Mario spinoff. And again, it had its own identity. And it was one of those games where, oh, you collect treasure. There's There's four treasure chests in each level and as you go through and get different power-ups you could go back to those levels and get those different chests so you know it's another one of those games but that's a game where if you beat it you you can still go back and collect everything you missed um but i kind of wish just luigi's mansion 3 just was like if you do this you can't go back and they didn't so i was a little irritated about that but hey when I do that second playthrough, I'm going to know now I'm going to take my time and I am going to get all those gems because I was really close that first playthrough. Love Luigi's Mansion 3. Hey, man. So here's the deal with me and Luigi's Mansion 3. All right. I bought it. I played about like 25 minutes of it. And I was like, this game seems awesome. Then something sort of extremely unexpected happened. My girlfriend, who I've told you I've played a lot of Splatoon two with um she's not really even the kind of person who would ever even touch video games okay i mean like really like it's just not her thing video games just just not her thing she has beaten luigi's mansion three four times i just i just i just looked to see there's over 70 hours of game time on (laughs) luigi's mansion three I bet, I honest to God think she could probably start to speed run it. Like, and I mean, she's not like a person who even plays video games. I don't know what it is, but she, it's like her favorite game ever. I she love just, this. I love she this. picked up my Switch and she was like, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll play this. Sure, whatever. You know, like, all right, fine. I was like, here's this game. It looks, it looks really pretty, you know, whatever. And so she just sort of like picked it up and started playing. She's like, okay, what? And like, I think she just had like two or, you know, she just had like a handful of days off. And I mean, I didn't see my Switch for like two weeks. <laughs> I, I, I like it's just like while well, I'm playing. 
It's like, okay. And so I'm excited because she's like playing video games for like the first time, you know, like whatever. And so it's like her favorite game. She has beaten it like at least three times. I went in the other day to like try and even, I was like, you know, I was like, uh, all right, yeah, it's maybe I'll pick up Luigi's Mansion 3. She's got three save files, which is all you get. And so it's like, can I delete one of these? <laughs> you know, like one of these things? Because obviously she's like, didn't make a profile. She never, she never plays. But yeah, and so she has beaten it like three times. Um, and so, I mean, it's obviously, it, I mean, if it appeals to the kind of like people who never even would even play video games, then it's, it's, got, it's just got to be fantastic. And now it's like I won't even play it because of like fear of her, like, you know, it's like, it's like an addiction, you know? I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like drinking around an alcoholic. I mean, you know, come on, I got I to gotta play it in secrecy here. You know what? Um, I'm starting to realize there's a there's a um, there's a reoccurring theme with all the games we've been talking about here, and I'm thinking about it as you're telling me your girlfriend really got into this game, and she's not really someone that would really play video games, but I feel like yeah. what that is for most people to like get into a game like that is, I think it's safe to say, um. Luigi is just as iconic of a character as Mario as is. As Mario. And yeah. I think because of that, it they're pop culture icons. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, even if you don't play video games, it's fair to say that a good percentage of the, pop, of the world's population knows at least who the characters are and where they come from. So I just think in the sense of that, and now this is where the reoccurring theme comes in. It makes it a very accessible game. It's easy to just be like, oh, it's mm-hmm. uh it's some it's it's a Mario game to a degree. So boom, you just pick it up and it's easy to play. And then you you kind of just fall down the rabbit hole from from there. But that's what I'm noticing about all the games we've been talking about so far. These are games where it's kind of just like yeah, you know, they're all, like, very friendly games to just ease into, really, for I know. the most part. Well, and it's it's what it's, it, it's what set her down the path of playing a lot of other games. So she played Luigi's Mansion, like, three times. Um, and at first it was just, well, it's pretty. That was, like, her reason reason for, for playing it's it. It's a good-looking game. <laughs> it's a good-looking game. And so then she got really into Super Mario Odyssey. So she played through yeah. it, but I then, and then I got... And then 3D World came out. And so, and you know, it was probably also COVID. No, because this was like right when that game came out, which is like late 2019, I think. Yeah, because I beat the game um, literally it was like October, two months like, before the lockdown came out, like, started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so it came out, yeah, I think it came out like Halloween-ish, like obviously uh, 2019. So, yeah, so she just like played through it um, and then just sort of became her game. And then COVID happened. So I think she was like willing to play more games because we weren't going out and doing anything. So then she played through Odyssey and then she's really played through 3D World. So she hasn't touched my Switch for a while until we started playing Splatoon. Um, and so now that's now that's that's like the game. We just want to we just want to we just want to play Splatoon. But so, yeah, again, a lot of these are the Nintendo games are easy to pick up, easy to get into. And you just you know, you don't have to you don't have to know a lot. It's, you know, you know, it's like. It's like I was playing the other day. I was playing like Final Fantasy X HD remaster in front of her, and it's like, uh, okay, like I don't know, you know, like what what this is, right? You know, it's like it's easy to tell somebody, oh, I'm going to play Luigi's Mansion or Mario Kart, right? You know what I mean? Like it's like 
you know, it, like she still jokes about like Octopath Traveler. She's like, you know, I was like, like, what are you playing? I'm like, oh, I'm playing this game. Uh, yeah, it's called Octopath Traveler. Like you tell <laughs> that to somebody, and they're like, nerd. You know, like what? Like what the hell is that? Like. You know, it was just, yeah. You know. Well, it's like for me, it's like I'm playing Fallout 76, and I've loved all the Fallout games. But it's like, if someone wanted me to sit down and explain to them Fallout, it's like, all right, it's we're gonna like, be, God, we're gonna be here yeah. for a long time, guys. Hang on yeah. a second. <laughs> like Luigi's Mansion makes ghosts. You're Luigi, and you fight ghosts, right? It's like Mario Kart. You know, yeah. You, you, Luigi, fire. save your friends. They're trapped. It's like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, cool. that's cool, man. Yeah, I want to. I I need. I want. I need to like play through it. But again, I gotta like do it in secret so like my girlfriend doesn't see it. You know, and get back into her Luigi's <laughs> Mansion addiction. Uh, so okay, all right. So my number two, which is technically what my number four. Yes, my number four favorite game on the Switch. Uh, and then you know we can we can quickly throw out a few honorable mentions too yeah, sure. once we once once we finish here because there's definitely some games that i thought would make the cut but i was actually looking at my like my my play time was really what sort of like decided a lot of this for me um so my number two uh is is a game that i've actually beaten twice although in the past i have beaten many many times uh, and so this was a remake of one of my single favorite games ever. I still have my original Game Boy cartridge, and that is The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Ooh. HD. Yes, yes, yes. So before Breath of the Wild ever existed, Right, like long, long before Breath of the Wild ever existed, the first Zelda game I ever played was Zelda Two, uh, you know, Link's Adventure, which a lot of people considered to be one of the worst Zelda games. But it was the first one I played. It was on the NES. It was great. I sort of missed out a little bit on like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. I didn't have a N sixty four. I like played it at a friend's house. I knew it was the super amazing game everyone's playing. But then I got so then I happened to get this game. Um, actually, what did I do? I traded like. I traded a game with a with a buddy at school and he gave me a Game Boy Advance and Link The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And so I played the holy heck out of that game. <laughs> like tons and tons and tons of time with this game. And it it still today is probably my third favorite Zelda game. Uh, but now that they have this HD version, I don't know. It's in my it's certainly in my top 5 favorite Zelda games. I mean, it's like Breath of the Wild, Wind Waker HD is really moved up there. I still hold a strong spot in my heart for Zelda 2 even though, you know, a lot of people don't like it. And then Link's Awakening is right there, and now you get to play it in HD in such a just pretty art style. Um it's just a, this sort of like diorama, right? Like 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 art style. I don't even really know how to how to describe. Yeah, the, the sort I just of thought the, it looked so good. I wouldn't know how to describe it either, but I thought it yeah, looked really I, good that way. Yeah, it's super. It's just cute and and great. And Link's Awakening is sort of this interesting Zelda game in which the whole well, the sort of spoiler alert here for a really old game. The whole game is sort of like a dream, right? Um, that that Link has, and it's the same Link from the Oracle games, which are both obviously amazing as well, and the same link from a link to the past. But 
there's definitely some like oddities in this game. It's kind of kind of quirky, like Mario's kind of in it, um, or at least uh, somebody who looks just like Mario. There is a chain shop. Chain shop, uh, I like, remember definitely. Right, there's the Mr. Wright from Sim City is in there. There's there's definitely some weird things, and you're on Coalent Island, and um, and then but the whole thing's kind of a dream, and so it actually has a story that's kind of quirky, but then towards the end is actually almost kind of sad, like it's a little somber. Because some of the the girl Marin, right, that you're, um, that is sort of your, you know, she's not Zelda isn't in the game, but you know, she's saying like, you know, Link, like, don't forget us, type of thing. And so it's kind of it's kind of got this it's kind of sad, really, the the ending, the ending to this game, even though it's so bright and colorful. But um, it just it's that same like top down Zelda, uh, gameplay. It's probably one of the shorter Zeldas. I mean, you can beat it. It's pretty straightforward. But um, I think that it, because it's because it's a short, it's it's a game that you can play through pretty easily, um, a hand, handful of times. And uh, they've definitely, obviously, the graphics they've updated. But I mean, you can literally go look at like a, an old strategy guide, and it's the same. I mean, it's like it plays exactly the same. Everything is great. Um, some of the new additions they give you is sort of a mate. You can make sort of like your own dungeon, which is kind of cool. Oh wow! Cool little... I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you kind of collect them. You kind of collect pieces, and you can sort of make one. Um, and you can sort of, you can sort, of, you can sort of play through. It's just, kind of, it's not. It, it did, it didn't end up being like as cool as it's, as it sort of sounded. But it's just something that's kind of, kind of fun and and, it, and added in there. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. I bought the amiibo that goes along with it too, and it's just, it's a great remake of one of my favorite games of all time. And it's a game that I will, you know, definitely revisit. It's actually the second sort of remake of this game because there was like when they it got released on Game Boy Color, they made like a special Game Boy Color version of it, right? Uh, too, yeah, with Link's Awakening DX. So, yeah, so Link's Awakening, uh, yeah, Link's Awakening HD. I was never the biggest uh, Legend of Zelda player, um, but I did play uh, Link's Awakening DX on the Game Boy Color. I would rent it a lot at Blockbuster. Never beat it. The two Zelda games I have the most experience with, and I did beat them, was Oracle of Seasons and Ages on the Game Boy Color, which mm-hmm. I did I did enjoy. They play the same. They play exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, they do. Um, I also think it's really awesome that um, you, you keep that soft spot for uh, Zelda 2, because mm-hmm. that was also the first Zelda game I ever played as well. Again... My uncle's house, he had the NES, he had all those games. And, um, you know, for me to, for it to be my first one, you know, for me, it was like, I didn't know this was the taboo Zelda game. I didn't know that it's like, oh, it's not supposed to be like this, but hey, whatever. whatever. <laughs> you know, I, it was the second it, game at the time. Like the whole, the rest of the series could have been like that. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, well, eventually, you know, the whole series did take, uh, a different route when you put it on the N64 as well. And it's like, okay, well, no one condemned those two games. You right. know what I, I mean? Know, yeah. So it's kind of just like, yeah, you can't blame them for wanting to try something new. Look at the look at Super Mario 2, and I mean the American Super Mario 2 that we got. Like, <laughs> totally that was different. A bit, big, that was a big curveball, but in a good way. So, I... I Every now and then, though, I look at that remake for the Switch. It looks so fun, but I hate to be the guy that says, uh, I, I, don't not know for you. I, could, I don't know if I could justify the price. 
right. it's a short game. I get that. It just because it's a game. short game. That's all. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, ah. it's probably like a ten hour game. I, I I'm totally I'm totally fine with that argument. And it's not like it's not like first party Nintendo games ever go on sale. Like it's extremely rare when they do. It is rare. It does happen, but it is rare. Like I said, nice pick though. Okay. All right, uh, Adam. What is your number one? I think Dreadful. I know this. If I had to take a guess, please guess. Well. Um, I guess the question is, did you play this on the Switch? Or uh, did you play this on another platform? Is it a game that is playable on another platform? Or is it a Switch exclusive? Uh, this one, uh, this specific one is a Switch exclusive. Okay. I can tell you that. It's part of a series that's had, that's spanned Nintendo consoles. I can tell you that yes, much. So that I know exactly what it is. But I'll let you reveal it, because I, I, I know what you're talking about, yes. It's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Really? Yes. Really? I know. Right? It's I bet... it's not it's were not we gonna guess Dragon it's, Quest. It's not Dragon Quest? Dude, it was close. I had to totally redo my list. I had to totally okay. redo my list. Um dude, I don't know what it is. Man, I've been playing Super Smash Brothers since the N64, man. And it's crazy that I would put it at my number one because I'm not good at fighting games. I'm really not. And you made a a good point earlier how you said it's kind of like when you're talking about Mario Kart. So something like Super Smash Brothers might not be as easy to jump into compared to to Mario Kart 8. But in the realm of fighting games alone, I feel like th- and I know the competitive scene for Smash is cutthroat. Oh, it's like super it's, it's, it's cutthroat. Insane. I would not <laughs> dip my toe in that pool for you couldn't pay me. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, I, I, just I, get, I couldn't allow my, like, I, I need my dignity. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like wave dashing. It's like, bro. Okay. <laughs> but when you think about it, just in a fun aspect, we're like, Oh, I'm going to sit on the couch and play this with my friends or whatever. And just in that aspect alone of a fighting game, it's a, a lot more accessible than something like street fighter or mm-hmm. DOA or Tekken or Marvel vs. Capcom for that matter. And I, I I just love the fact that it's just this mashup of classic Nintendo characters, especially for Ultimate. You, know, you put Duck Hunt. You put Little Mac in the game. That is well, those awesome. Were, those were in Smash Wii U. Those were Smash okay, well, Wii U. Okay, well, Smash yeah, Wii U right. was the only Smash I didn't play, actually. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But and they, they were like, on, and I think they were also, they were also in, they might have, were they on Smash 3DS? Well, Little Mac Smash was 3DS, on the 3DS and Wii U one. were kind of like back and forth. They, but, but then I think it's like Wii U carried on and 3DS kind of stopped. But, well, I remember regardless. Little Mac being on the 3DS one. That I okay. remember. Okay, but yeah. I don't remember Duck Hunt, though. Uh, I could be wrong, but, um, uh, right. I, I just, I I love it in the aspect of it 
uh, I just I could pick up I could just pick it up and play, and um, get lost in it. I could just keep challenging myself and never get tired. Uh, I love the idea of the uh, spirit mode, and mm-hmm. it, it used to be a trophy system. Like, do you remember, like in Melee? You, oh yeah. You, you'd go into the. Uh, it was like a gotcha pond kind of deal, and you just put whatever coins you earned in battle uh, into the thing, and boom, you unlocked a trophy. Or if you did something sp- specific in a fight, you unlocked a trophy. And again, I'm I I am someone that it's like if I'm playing a game, I love to collect things. So in the sense, the spirits, um, kind of take over the old trophy system. So the way they did that was fun. It's kind of like a story in a way. Um, it it's kind of it. I feel like there's a lot of ambiguity to it, but it's it's fine. Just run around the map and you just do these special tailored fights to unlock uh spirits and stuff like that. It's super fun. And if you gain enough coins, you can also buy spirits as well, which is also uh really cool. It I just feel like um, Super Smash Brothers really is just an iconic uh series, and it's kind of uh reignited uh my love for um for fighting games and with that too it's um you know i know a lot of people are like oh nostalgia's like a drug blah 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 man i don't care if 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 uh, if a game gives you that feel good um like a feeling that you need then just i don't i don't see anything wrong uh with that you know, like I, I loved playing uh, the first Super Smash Brothers at my cousin's house on the N64. I had Melee, and if it wasn't in my parents' basement uh, when I was a teenager, it was in uh, my best friend's uh, basement where we just did countless friendly tournaments uh, with each other. Uh, I, I, I love how many different uh, levels you get and how many different fighters you get. It's, it's an excessive roster. And for that, too, I think it gives players a chance to be like, oh, you know, take your time, find find who works for you. Um, you know, I have two characters that I like to shuffle between as well. Um, Who's your go-tos? Uh, Wario and Samus. Okay. Regular Samus, not uh, Zero Samus, just to right, right, right. specify. Which is funny, or, or Dark Samus, which is funny because Dark Samus actually plays uh, just like uh, regular Samus. Uh, it's kind of like with Marth and Roy, how they were kind of like right it's the now same it's Marth, Roy, Lucina, Corrin. Yeah, Lila. now it's I mean, all yeah, those it's like, Fire Emblem it's characters. Like Fire well, you would know better than me because you you right. you you're the Fire Emblem guy here. But um, it's funny though because I used to be. Um, I mean, if I were to play like with my friend group, it's like okay, I'm decent. I don't think I'm terrible. I'm still not great at fighting games, but I'm better with Samus now than I've ever been in the past Smash games, actually. Um, and Wario, I just love. And I, I, I've looked at a lot of different tier lists, and he's surprisingly, like, really up there, which I didn't expect. Every now and then, if I want to change things around, I will use Little Mac, because I... I, uh... Growing up... um. My dad loved boxing, and um, my older brother too. So I would sit down and end up watching a lot of old, like uh, just a lot of old fights as well. Mm-hmm. I I'm also uh, 
I also know uh, Chuck Wepner. And if uh, no that's one right. knows yeah, who, you saying that, yeah. If no one knows who Chuck Wepner is, that's uh, who Rocky is based off of. It's based off right. the Muhammad Ali Chuck Wepner fight. Um. So yeah, so I, I guess because um, boxing and uh, you and I have talked about wrestling and MMA as well. I, I so I think because of those aspects are another thing that attracts me to uh, Little Mac as well. Um. Again, but Smash is a, like like the other games I've talked about. There's um nothing I can say that hasn't been said already. I just I love the extensive uh levels. I love the fact that Ultimate has a mix of all of every game's like levels. Like you have some N64 levels, you have some uh, GameCube levels in there. It's 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 it's, a, it's almost every stage in the series. It's great. It's great. They didn't change anything about them. It's just as they are, just upscaled. But overall, yes. it's the same impression, though. And you could unlock different um, music for each each level, which a, a lot of the GameCube and N64 music is like... It's music that, to this day, I'll still go back and just listen to. I'll just kick oh, back and put it on. Yeah, it's, I love it's, it's I love the Fire Emblem music that debuted in Melee with Marth mm-hmm. and Roy when Marth and Roy were introduced to the series. I I was I loved those Fire Emblem songs along with um I was a big fan of the Brinstar um theme as well. I loved mm-hmm. that. It's just more of a hyped up version of the original Metroid theme, really. Um. Yeah, I just it's uh, overall long story short I just think it's a super uh fun game to play, really. Yeah. That's it in the long run. What do you have any characters you uh like Yeah, so there? yeah, so for I would say no other reason than I just don't have a lot of people to play this Smash Brothers with. This is probably my least played Smash Brothers in the series. Oh, wow. Um, but I did just go on vacation and played like eight days straight worth of Smash Brothers with my niece and nephew, and they absolutely love it. So, um, asking me now that I've actually sat and you know had some people to play with, like really, really, really consistently. Um, yeah, I mean the game is it's amazing. It is the ultimate version of of Smash Brothers. Um, because this this and Smash Wii U are almost identical in terms of gameplay. Uh, gameplay wise, these are the, by far the two closest Smash Brothers. Because the N sixty four, which is still my favorite to this day, just because of the way it plays, um, where the characters are a little more floaty, um, but the, and the, their moves are just a lot different and stuff like that. But so that's still I think sort of my my favorite to this day. Um, Melee is still the hardcore crowd. They play it. It's faster. Um, Melee introduced a lot of super cool, you know, things like the trophy system where you can unlock all that stuff and then the challenges. Um, and then Brawl has still by far the best sort of single player system. That's the fact that this game didn't sort of have subspace emissary, but sort of had something like, Hey, here's this cool kind of game was at least sort of an homage to that, but it just wasn't subspace emissary. Did you play Brawl, right? Smash Brothers Brawl? I played a little bit of it, but not enough to re- remember Subspace, though. Okay. <laughs> Subspace Emissary in Super Smash Bros. Brawl is not only, like, one of the coolest single-player campaigns in any fighting game, if not any game, 
Um, it is like the coolest Nintendo thing they've ever done, ever. Like, just look up some of the videos in it. It's like this amazing story that's told where it's like the villains versus all the good guys. And like, there's just like all these epic, epic, epic scenes. And there are all these like full fledged cutscenes, and like nobody even knew that it was in the game. Like they never even talked about it leading up to it. And it's like this like I don't know twenty hour campaign. Like it's pretty. It's like lengthy. whoa. It's oh, oh dude, it's huge. Like, yeah, for a fighting game, Jesus, that's it's like almost lengthy. Like of. just look up, look like seriously, look up um the video. It's like subspace emissary. Um. It's like the big one. Like it's like the biggest cutscene in it. It's like Ganon. It's, it's like they're on this ship and like this ship's about to explode and like Fox is flying in on his on his on his wing and like Kirby's flying in and everybody's flying. It's like super cool. Just all the cutscenes are just like super cool. And it's like telling the story, right? As you're like traveling through like the worlds of Nintendo. It's it's a ton of fun. And, so, and everybody makes cameos and stuff and Solid Snake's there. So there's like some of the funniest scenes ever. It's like when all these characters meet up, like um, you're just like traveling along and you're always switching characters. And it's like when Captain Falcon's introduced, he like he's like he's like racing in on his like his speeder and he like jumps out and he like slides and it's like playing this cool electric guitar and he like just ran over like all of Olimar's Pikmin. And so like all these Pikmin died and like here's <laughs> Captain Falcon like doing his he, like show me your moves and stuff. It's just it's like so ridiculous. Like yeah, it's 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 so cool and so the fact that like that to me was like the i was like oh man i just want like that in this game but no everything else about this game is amazing the cast uh, all the people they've added they added literally they have ryu and ken from street fighter right like because ryu was added in the wii u version which i played a ton of um and so you get all the extra stages you get blyleth from fire Emblem three houses which is awesome because he's one of my favorite characters they added somebody from tekken um they added uh you know sephiroth sephiroth's in here i mean it's like ridiculous right you get um uh what's her name from arms you get i mean well i thought arms was a very clever uh choice since it was one of the launch Uh, titles uh right switch yeah it's a fighting game yeah absolutely the inklings the addition of the inklings is super cool um the uh, terry bogart from final fight so like super awesome and just all of the stages and everything even steve from minecraft like like my like i think he's dumb but when i when i was playing with my niece and nephew they were all about steve seriously like all about steve from minecraft so you know you remember this is for a younger audience like that's a huge deal i mean he is a huge 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 character um maybe not in terms of like in, in like in in our sort of mind when we think of retro gaming and stuff like that we go to like the genesis and the playstation one and the super nintendo so obviously minecraft didn't exist then but you know he is banjo kazooie is in the game right i mean come on that's like one character everyone is asking for forever no smash brothers ultimate is absolutely absolutely amazing um so my main has always been like link and captain falcon nice but they sort of changed Link a lot in this game. Like, he's, he's, this is the most different Link has been in a while. And so, because now he plays, like, Breath of the Wild Link, where his bombs aren't, like, you just throw them and they explode. You throw them and oh. they sort of sit there. Then you have to explode them, just like you do in Breath of the Wild. So, um, I actually have found myself playing more with young Link who plays much and and a little more more with Toon Link because they play a little bit more similar to the way that Link used to play. 
So I've actually I've I've been using them a lot more. But now there's so many other characters. I use Ryu and Ken just because you can use their Street Fighter inputs. Like you can actually do like the Hadoken the way you would do it in Street Fighter, and it does more damage than simply hitting like B on the Smash Brothers controller. Um, and you can do his uh, Shoyuken, uh, and uh, which is his uppercut. And of course, Ryu can do the fire Hadoken, and and Ken can do the fire Shoyuken. Um because that they get those in that in the game and it's the same it's the same input as it is in Street Fighter. So, I like using them. Um, I mean every, every everybody's fun. Wario for me is sort of a fun character just because he can get on his motorcycle and run people over, you know, like that's funny. That's that's dumb. Um, I like playing as Ike from Fire Emblem. I like using Charizard who in the Wii U version was his own character, but now he's back to being the Pokémon trainer like he was in Brawl. So yeah, I mean, there's tons, tons of characters I, I like, I like to use, but I guess those are some of the ones I, I sort of stay with. And Fal- Captain Falcon's always been my my number two after Link. Yeah, so you know, go. You listed some characters, and it and it got me to thinking. You know, with the there's certain characters they've been introducing with these. You know, this is like the second character pack we're getting for Smash. And, um, you know, they added other people that I thought were, were great picks. Like, we got the Piranha Plant, the classic Piranha Plant from mm-hmm. Mario. Uh, we got uh, Hero from Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. And the, the, I, the costume changes reflect just different heroes you play as in other Dragon Quests. I, that, I figured that'd be your guy. Yeah, to be honest, I actually haven't bought that character pack, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I, still yeah, have, yeah. I still have to get on that um but i can really respect that choice because dragon quest is a game that started on nintendo so okay makes sense to me he's fun he's a ton of fun ryu and ken now i know street fighter more so started in arcade first but right super nintendo is really where i think street fighter gained a lot more popularity on so Mm -hmm. i'm like okay i'm gonna let that go Cloud and Sephiroth, Final Fantasy VII, the PlayStation. Yeah, but Final Fantasy did start on Nintendo as well. So I'm going to let that go. Kazuya from Tekken. I love Tekken. I do. It is one of my favorite fighting right. games, to be honest. You think PlayStation. I know. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know about that. Um, Although there have been Tekken games on Nintendo consoles. There have been, though. You, you, you got me there. Same with Sonic. When Sonic kind of went through its um, like new, like newer renaissance, it was on the GameCube. Actually, yes, yes, hundred percent. So, and I'm Solid like, Snake, Solid Snake was Metal Gear was on the NES. It was on the and, NES. It did and start. They, yeah, and they had Metal Gear: The Twin Snakes, which was a remake of Metal Gear Solid One. That was on. That was on there, and uh, then you know there was like a 3DS port of. Um, so I mean, yeah, but yeah, the, all of those characters have had have had multiple games in which they have appeared. Even Tekken, because there's been Tekken on the 3DS. There was Tekken on the Wii U. There was actually Tekken. What is it? Tekken Bag Tattle? Or excuse me, Tekken Tag Two. I think was on the wii u it was a wii u launch title and in that one you could actually get like mario and luigi cost in like peach costumes was it really fun. i didn't know that let me look that up really quick I'm it's pretty sweet because there's there's a specific it's like 
I mean, it, but it was on multiple consoles. But on the Wii U, you there was like a specific sort of. It Ninten- was on the Wii U. Holy there's crap. a there's yeah, and there's a specific Nintendo mode that you can play where like mushrooms will appear and like you'll get bigger and stuff like that. So yeah. Whoa! <laughs> That's oh my god! I did not know this. Yeah. So there's one character left. Who do you think it's gonna be? Do you think they go back to like their sort of roots? Or do you think they just finish out? Do you think they just sort of finish out with like honoring video game like people? I think they're going to take this newer route they've been doing. Yeah. Honestly, if I could, if, if they came to me and were like, well, who would you want? It's a tie between two characters. Um, I would want Paulina uh, oh, in the game okay. with her resurgence of popularity. Or... She is in the game at, uh, on, as sort of uh, – she's on the stage, I think, of the Mario yes. stage. Yeah. Yes. But give me her as a playable character. Um, you know, a lot of people say, like, oh, give me Waluigi. Um, he's an assassin. He should have been in the game, but he's, I, he's not. Yeah. I was on that bandwagon for a while. I was. But at this point, I'm like, you know what? I want another F-Zero character. Give me Black Shadow. That would mm-hmm. be cool, I think. Have a Batman-esque-looking character running around the place. Like, I, I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. I get that F-Zero isn't that popular of a racing series. It's got more of a cult following. It's a long shot. But um, that's, for me, okay. that, that is what I would want, though. Okay. So, But yeah, what about you, though? So I I would hope that they would honor sort of an, an old game. And I sort of thought about some of the characters like from bigger franchises, like, eh, who, who could they pick? Um, but ultimately, I think there's sort of two routes. That, I think there's sort of two routes they're going to go here. One, I've went and I've looked at the final characters um, in, in battle packs and stuff like that. And Masahiro Sakurai, the, the developer. Um, so like last time it was Bayonetta was the final was the final character in Smash Wii U. And then before that, it was Solid Snake. So they're sort of like, okay, we're going to go grab people out of it. I mean, technically, the last character, it was like Sonic and Solid Snake were the sort of last sort of characters revealed. But it was it was Solid Snake was the was the final one. Um, So I think it seems to me that because they went with Final Fight and they went with Tekken, it seems like they're like saying, hey, we're trying to get all of the big fighting game characters um, in this. And if if you really wanted to end, because Master Hero Sakurai said, like, this is it. Um, if you wanted to end, there has been, there's been a lot of video games over the history of video games that people have wanted, right? People have said for years, we want, like, we wanted Final Fantasy VII to be remade. It happened. People were clamoring for years. Are we ever going to see Shenmue three? It happened. It happened, yeah. In fighting games. There is a franchise not yet represented in Smash Brothers. You've got Tekken. Oh God! It just hit me. Keep going. You've got okay. Tekken. You've got Tekken. You've got Final Fight. You've got Street Fighter. You've got Arms. You've got. I'm sure there's other ones that Nintendo, you know, has 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 got in there. A game that people have wanted for years is Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. Okay, and you could yeah. make that happen. And I can just, I can just imagine. The like, the you know, the video showing off, hey, Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat, here we go, right? Like, just imagine, like, you somebody's like, you just hear, get over here, right? And it's like somebody being pulled 
onto, you know, on onto the screen. I think you got to go with Scorpion. And I know you're like, well, how are you going to do a super as like this fatality? You don't. I mean, you, you or you you just do it in sort of a you know a comedic way. You make it kind of funny. Mortal Kombat it has like they don't just have fatalities. They have like brute. They have fatalities and like you know sometimes they have like ultimate uh, friendship, right? Animality, ba- uh, right? In Mortal Kombat trilogy, you could do a uh, babyality, right? Right. They yeah, yeah. They have like they have like friendship, right? Like oh, he's gonna be my friend. Like you do that and you make it a joke, right? You don't have like a, but even still, like you've got you now that you've already gone into like Castlevania and you've got like Dracula and all this stuff. I think Nintendo's like a little more okay with like doing something like that. Um, and his super would probably be something. It could be something big and like, you know, like scre- like the over the entire screen. It doesn't just have to be like whatever. You're obviously not going to be like. There's not going to be blood and guts, but you don't need it in Smash Brothers, right? It's you, you know, it's more tongue in cheek, you know. So, yeah, exactly. It's more tongue in cheek. Yeah. It's funny, like. I think you go Scorpion. I think Scorpion's, I think, I think you get Scorpion in there. And then the funny thing about getting Scorpion in there is all of his color changes, right? Because you get all the different colors. So then you right. get like, by having Scorpion in there, you'd have some, you know, you'd be able to not, maybe he doesn't have the moves, but you'd have Sub-Zero and Reptile and Noob Sabot and, you know, Air Mac and all of, all of the different palette swaps. Smoke, rain, right? And there's more, I'm sure, but I think wow. I think you go. I think you go Scorpion, man. I think it'd be funny. You know what, dude? Y- you kind of just shifted my perspective in this, and, and, and I'm and I'm really glad you, you went in depth on that because at first I was all like, "Oh, Kazuya," uh, but, but, but 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 now with the way you're talking about this Mortal Kombat thing. And you've made me reflect back on the more like comedic things they've done, like especially in trilogy, as I mentioned. Yeah, dude, that could work. Holy, be hilarious! Hell. It, yeah, it would be. It would. It would. It would. It would be. It would be hilarious. You to, could also have... do like a funny thing where it's like they're from Netherworld. It's like, oh, how the hell did I end up here? You know what I mean? Right. It's like then you see him, like you get the, he gets the invitation to join to join the Smash Brothers party, right? You know, it totally works. Yeah, I love I, it. I actually I, love it. And then you literally have the greatest, you know, assembled roster in in fighting game history. You've got all the Nintendo characters. You've got you've got Steve from Minecraft. You got Joker from Persona. You've got Dragon Quest. You've got Final Fantasy. So it's like you've got there. You've already got like the greatest RPG ensemble. You've got somebody. You got you have a Final Fantasy character. You have a Dragon Quest character. You've got a Fire Emblem character. Okay, boom. You've you've already hit in Persona. You've hit like the big bigs of the RPG list. You've hit the big bigs of the fighting game list. You know, you just go from there. You know, I'm starting to think about this to a wider degree now. And I'm thinking it in like, well, you got Pokemon. Okay. That's a, another, you've got RPG yeah. there. I mean, yeah, you're loaded. I, I think about it now. Like, yeah, definitely a new perspective here. So it's, it's kind of like, look at Marvel superheroes. Marvel superheroes eventually they started throwing Capcom characters in there, so yep. boom, Marvel vs. Capcom you got. Uh, you did Mortal Kombat vs. DC. Those are two completely yep. different franchises. That turned into Injustice, yeah. Which turned into Injustice, exactly. Um, you got look at Soul Calibur two. Each mm-hmm. version of the game, GameCube got Link put in, Xbox got Spawn put in. PS2 yeah, I was got Heiachi put in, and I was thinking about Scorpion, 
I was I was thinking about Soul Calibur. But isn't Tekken? I think Tekken is also Bandai Namco because Bandai Namco is Soul Calibur. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I don't I don't think we're getting two. Although Bandai Namco and Nintendo are very like they work very close together because Bandai Namco has actually developed a lot of games that Nintendo has published, like a lot. Oh, of that, games, oh yeah, including yeah, Smash Brothers, by the way. I mean, they're like the prime one of the prime developers on it. Yeah, yeah, that ma- that makes sense too. I I could yeah. Yeah, so also, I I don't yeah I don't I don't think we would get I don't think we would get um Tekken and Soul Calibur, maybe not. But um, I I I kind of just named those two just just in the sole fact where it's like there've been mashups though for those games as yeah, well. Absolutely, and yeah. that's kind of like what we're seeing now for Smash. Um, but also uh the uh the one last game I wanted to talk about, which is another Soul Calibur game where I had a really crazy mashup, Soul Calibur Four. You mashed it up with Star Wars, and people mm-hmm. loved it. So it's like and then I think I think Geralt from The Witcher was playable in one of them. That uh, well, I haven't really paid attention to much of the Soul Calibur games since either. four. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah, me either. So, wow. And then I think maybe Assassin's Creed was. I can't remember. I it's I well, la- it ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first from Matt Brady. Give us uh, that's give us that's Mortal Kombat. I think, man, I think that's the way you go. I think you go more I like combat. It. I like it. The problem is getting the problem is getting Warner Brothers to sign off on it because they're they're ultimately who owns it and they're like always ridiculous about things. Some companies Cause it's, are because it's not yeah because it's not like it's not like you're dealing with you're not you know you're not unfortunately because Mortal Kombat is a is the is the property of like a movie company. Well, ultimately, a telephone company in AT and T who owns HBO or whatever—that's sort of the issue. So that seems is seems to me like it is the is the big holdup there. If they don't go that route, then I don't know who they're going to go with. I have, I have no idea. But hopefully, somebody cool from like the Nintendo lore would be would be fun. Well, now we wait. <laughs> now we yeah yeah definitely definitely wait. But not we'll probably we'll probably get that announcement at the end of the year at the video game awards is when they'll announce the, the final smash brothers character. So probably. Yeah. So we will see. So, all right, man, boom. I, I think we're done with that's our list, right? I think we, we've both just knocked out a bunch. So let's, uh, I'm going to pull up my, I got my switch here. So I'm actually just going to kind of re- quickly name off a bunch of games in my like sort of top most played thing here. So obviously, as I said before, I uh, fire emblem, three houses and breath of the wild are, two of my favorites as well stardew valley i know it's not necessarily just a switch game it's on a lot of things but i have a ton of time in it um a game neither of us mentioned animal crossing new horizon yeah sure uh, that definitely go in uh honorable mention. i didn't I'd like the thing i didn't get into animal crossing as much as i thought i would i was really into it early on i like new leaf i played like religiously uh, I crashed like, and burned hard with yeah. Animal Crossing. I tried to rework my island, and I was just like, I can't. And that, that was yeah. like... Um, Octopath Traveler for me. Another game neither of us mentioned, either Pokemon Sword or Shield. Well, to be honest, I didn't play Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, okay. All right. But I am it, very excited for, for Legends Arceus, though. Oh, and yeah, I'm really yeah, excited yeah. for those Diamond and Pearl ports. So Absolutely. sign me up. Um, let me see here. So I've got a bunch of like indie of uh, indie games and and sort of you know other games that aren't necessarily big Nintendo hitters. Okay. Um, so I'll kind of skip over some of those there, and then, and then 
Um, let me see. Kirby Star Allies. I played it a okay. lot when it first came out. I played through a, you know, that kind of forget that that came out. Bravely Default 2 is one. I've spent a ton of time. I've been, uh, I've been getting more and more and more into. This is War- I hear nothing but great things about. Hi, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fun. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Um, and then I guess for me, I can kind of round this out. Uh, Paper Mario, the uh, Origami King. I really wanted to play that, and I haven't. Yeah, yet. it's it's good. Um, I just I I guess uh I didn't get into it as much as I did some of the other Paper Mario games. Okay, but but it's kind of good. It's it, it's pretty. I love the origami is a fun is a fun new addition. So any other any other uh, sort of honorable mentions? Yeah. You got? So we're gonna yeah. throw Dragon Quest um eleven yeah. uh into there. Um, I love this game. Uh, it's it's. I'm not going to get into why I reworked my favorites list, but god dang, it's such a, it's another game that's a love letter to it, the series it comes from. Great twist at the end. I'm not going to give it away uh, for anyone that hasn't played it yet. Um, plus, I well, one simple reason I did remove it was because now it's on every freaking platform at this point. Right. So I was kind of just like, eh, whatever. Um, this one... Um, it is on the PlayStation, but you can get them both bundled together for the Switch, and I think they're pretty fun for the Switch. Uh, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Uh, if you're a Digimon yeah. fan and a Pokemon fan, uh, this is the Digimon game that's really going to get you as close to those to that JRPG-esque style Pokemon game you wish Digimon was. It's got a very deep story, actually. Uh, pretty fun. A lot of fun. Um Digi evolutions you could do with your Digimon to get different types and everything. Um, big fan. Um, and then I guess I did say when you when you put it on your list, I did say Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh, three uh, for myself. Um, and I guess I'd have to put Mario Kart eight as another honorable mm-hmm. mention for me. Um, any any sort of any any sort of like third party games? Well, I mean it's digi Digimon is, but I mean any anything else that's sort of like smaller uh, indie ish uh, title the, or anything. The, like the it's another port, but the uh, re release of uh, Katamari Damacy. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 it's just such a bizarre game, and it's so freaking fun. So yeah. I, I I guess I could go with that one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let me add one in here. Then I guess I'll, I'll include uh, Man Streets of Rage Four. Wow. Played a Street heck of a lot was of that. Always another series I've I've meant to get yeah. into. And, and four is yeah, and and four is great. I did mention Charlie Valley, so cool. All right, man. Oh wait, did you have something else? You well, I was gonna say uh, before we go really quick, um, and I, I'll try not to get too into it too. Name, give me one game that you're excited that's coming out for the Switch this year. Well, I just, got, I mean, one of the games I just literally got uh, yesterday was Skyward Sword HD, which is one oh, of the okay, ones okay. I was, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in say. terms okay. of in terms of what is sort of coming down the line that we know of, um, man, just thinking about Metroid Dread, definitely, I'm definitely excited for. Um, but I think the big game for me in that E3 or that that yeah, I guess was their E3. Advanced Wars. That looked fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which was like which is like an old game on like the GameCube or on the uh Game Boy Advance I, and I the remember DS. it on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. I remember yeah. it on the Game Boy Advance. 
Yeah, nice, you. Nice any, any, what else? What all you got? What are you? What are you? Other than Metroid Dread, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, I would have to say. Yeah, that game. Um, looks that gorgeous. that's looking very good. So yeah. Yeah, the new Mario Party too, uh, which is just sort of like a big, a big, a bit, a bunch, a bunch of the Mario like Mario Party superstars, which is like a, just a bunch of the old games and stuff like that that are that looks like they're gonna be that look that looked pretty cool too. And then Breath of the Wild too, but I think that's like a ways away. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Adam. Hey, man, that was a that was a good podcast. That's what I like sometimes when we get, hit that two hour mark because we're just talking a lot about great games. So, Adam, where can people find you on the internet? So this time, hopefully. <laughs> See, once you're again. followed, though, you're like locked in, regardless of what you whether you. I think this is why people don't follow me, though. That's okay. <laughs> I get it, guys. Uh, uh, on the Instagram verse, uh, that guy. Adam twelve spelt out twelve, not the the number twelve. Um, you know, I'm on there, a decent amount. I'm not really super active on my Twitter, which is still at uh, King of Fuzz style. Uh, but yeah, I'm on there as well. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, you can find me anywhere on the internet at Super Games Bros, which includes Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube. It's where I do a lot of retro game reviews, just sort of smaller. Single reviews on YouTube. You can find me there as well. So, Adam, thank you as always for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Definitely got to get you on a lot sooner. I guess I didn't realize just how much time had passed Seriously. Since, the, since the last time we chatted. But, you know, it's a pandemic, man. Like, days just, time just is just it's flying by. So, um, anywho, thank you for that. And as always, guys, thank you for listening.